Welcome to episode 187 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and on Instagram under the same name, and on facebook.com slash tdrexplorer, and on YouTube and lots of other places. So go to the website tdrexplorer.com and check out where you can find us. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. I take photos, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at dreamsweetslove. And with me, as always, is the charming... Chris, yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm one of the other hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one, I don't know, how do I relate this to news? I really don't know. Enjoying all the, the news. sunny, oh, yeah. <laughs> Finding all the Using news. Using the sunny, the sunny sunshine of Florida to shine light on all the news happening at the theme parks in Asia. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Don't worry. Yes, I will. I'm going back to Japan, so there's no worry there. Yeah. So for this episode, we're actually we're gonna be trying something different. I know, like, what was it last year? We kind of stopped doing the news, mainly just because things got a little hectic last year. We weren't getting our episodes out in a timely manner, so we didn't want to put news into the podcast, and then the podcast wasn't released for three or four weeks, and then by then, obviously, the news is stale or really outdated so that was one of the big reasons why we stopped doing the news uh last year but for this year we're trying where we're going to have one episode per month we're going to try for about one episode a month where we'll just do we'll just talk about the news the latest news happening for theme parks in asia so there's there's always stuff to keep up on there's always something going on um and especially now which we'll talk about oh oh man (laughs) yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on and so before we start, just a reminder about our Patreon. If you want to help support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now, and you get different perks depending on the level that you choose. And one that a lot of explorers love is the $5 level or higher. And at the $5 level, you get a shout out at the end of every episode. And how fun is that? And you also get to support the show. So that's always fantastic. So if you want to head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now, you can help support the show. And also a big shout out to our premium travel guides for both Tokyo Disney Resort and Universal Studios Japan. They are a wonderful, wonderful investment to plan your perfect trip to those theme parks in Asia. Has everything you need to know to plan the perfect trip. So you can head on over to our website, tdrexplorer.com slash travel dash guides, and you'll see our premium and also our free travel guides on there. So make sure you go and check that out if you are planning a trip to Asia, which you probably are because you're listening to this podcast. So there you go. (laughs) Wow, we have a lot of news. 
We have a lot of news. There's some ongoing situations. We don't know what's going on, um, but let's get to it. Uh, let's talk Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah. So, well, first things first, Tokyo Disneyland is still open. That's right. And I don't think it's going to close, honestly. There's no plans for it to close. The Olympics no, so, are not closed. No. So. so we are talking about the coronavirus. That is a big thing right now. And people are kind of freaking out about it and everything. Japan is not China. I know I don't, I shouldn't have to say that, but <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. Japan is not China and it is perfectly safe to travel to Japan. There have been cases of the coronavirus in multiple countries. Not to mention California. And they're not going to close California Disneyland either, you guys. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Um, there's multiple, like if you do a Google search, and we also have it on the website, like how to keep yourself safe and everything. And it's just like very common sense stuff. Of course, like keeping your hands washed. Uh, you can choose to wear a mask if you like that, um, especially if you, if you are sick. If you are if sick, you... you should wear a mask. Because let me tell you, I was on the bus today and it was crowded and there was a <laughs> bunch of salarymen coughing on everyone i'm like thanks salary man thank you so much for your germs yeah so please wear a mask if you're coughing or sneezing i guess while we're talking about that really quickly um especially in asian countries uh japan and other countries um it is kind of like if, if you're sick it's courteous to wear a mask so even if you have like a cold or something wear that so if you do sneeze you know, like you, you sneeze into the mask not everywhere to cover your mouth sneeze or cough yeah. <laughs> into your arm you know use common sense why would you cough on people especially now <laughs> you know yeah probably not the not, not, not the best thing not to the do best thing to do um, but yeah uh we won't get too much into this because we do have an episode i think it was two episodes before this where we talk all about that so if you haven't listened to that episode make sure you go back to episode 185 where we do talk about it and we do have information up on our website that we're keeping up to date uh, as to what's going on with the coronavirus that is more affecting Hong Kong and Shanghai, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But let's get back to Tokyo Disney Resort. Again, not closed. No plans to close. If you still have a trip, if you have a trip planned, just still come. You're fine. It'll be fine. Just take precautions, washing your hands, the same stuff you should be doing anyway. So I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't worry about it, to be quite honest. Even though, uh, cast members at Tokyo Disney Resort are allowed to wear masks. That's one of the news. And USJ too. And Universal Studios Japan. So they're, they're, the the parks are taking precautions. And also at Tokyo Disney Resort, as of now, face character greetings are not happening. The characters are still coming out, but they're not doing greetings. They're just kind of roaming about, not I mean, doing photos and autographs. It makes sense. Think about it. You're a, you're a character. You're Cinderella. Or you're Aurora and you go out and you're having your princessly day and you look around and all your friends, your cast member friends are wearing masks and you're like, oh no, should I be worried? So I, I think it makes sense. You know, if, if they're not allowed to wear masks, princesses can't wear masks because they have like all these royal duties and stuff, then, you know, it makes sense that they, they won't be able to greet with people, you know? Yeah. So it, it just makes sense. And again, I just want to keep emphasizing Japan is fine to visit. Yeah, man. You're fine. It, I fine. live here. I'm not yeah, and, concerned. And I'm heading back right away and I'm not worried. 
So let me tell you, and I've been hospitalized. I've been hospitalized for two and a half weeks for pneumonia. I know it's not a walk in the park. I know it's not fun. Um, I know it's it's a nightmare. But having gone through that, I'm still not nervous. The medical care here is also very good. Um, it, it's really fine. Also, I need to emphasize too: have travel insurance. Yes. Some form of travel insurance in case you do get sick. I don't no matter think you will. Where you go. In case you have travel insurance. Please. And the one that I recommend the most is World Nomads. And we have, like, if you want to help out the, um, the website and show and stuff, if you go to our website under travel resources, you can purchase your travel insurance through World Nomads through an affiliate link for us. And we do get some commission for that. And we only, I, we only recommend companies that we do trust. And I do trust World Nomads. And I always get them. I use them every time I travel. So, okay. So enough about that. Let's talk about some non-flu stuff. Yeah, let's do. I'm I'm so sick of the flu. No, not the flu. The 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 novel coronavirus. The flu. I mean, I'm sick of the flu too. But and the common cold. I'm sick of all the all the diseases this winter. So probably one of the big thing. Well, two big things. One is the expansion for Tokyo Disney Sea Fantasy Springs is being delayed a year. So initially, it was supposed to open in fiscal 2022, and the fiscal year for Tokyo Disney Resort runs from April 1st until March 31st. So the expansion could have opened in 20, like technically the year 2023, but now yeah. they're delaying it to fiscal 2023. So it could late, open as late as 2024. I mean, I feel, yeah. That kind of came at a, at a surprise, kind of out of nowhere, but... but I think it kind of makes sense, though. Wouldn't it make sense for them to try to get it open by, like, the spring of, like, Tokyo Disneyland's 40th, right? Yeah. Like, Japan is very big on anniversaries. Like, anniversary anniversaries are a big thing for Japan. So it makes sense to me. And also, I'm sure there's, you know, reasons for the delays. Obviously, we don't know what those are. But this is a big expansion. <laughs> it was kind of ambitious for them to try and do it in the next three years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it makes sense trying to do it for the 40th anniversary because then that way they can make it a big, a big spectacle, right? Right. For this year, for 2020, uh, they're Beauty and the Beast, the whole Fantasyland area. That's all opening on the anniversary, April 15th. Uh-huh. So again, Japan really loves their anniversary, so makes sense. So if you're holding out uh, for this expansion to finish, you're going to be waiting a little bit longer, unfortunately. But I'm sure it'll be worth it. Gives you more time to plan your vacation. Oh, yeah. Um, really quickly about that, for those who don't know about the expansion, Tokyo Disney Sea is getting another luxury hotel that is going right at Bayside Station. Bayside Station is where the like the Hilton Hotel is, the Sheraton, and the new Toy Story Hotel that's going in there as well. And then we also have, was it three attractions? There's a Peter Pan. Four. There's four, I think. There's two Peter Pan attractions. One's a Tinkerbell attraction. And then there's a Tangled attraction, and then there's also a Frozen attraction, plus restaurants and shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a small expansion. This is the biggest one Disney Sea has ever done. So it looks like it's going to be fantastic. Uh, we have information on the website if you want to go check out. We have uh, concept art and all that stuff. Did they announce that the hotel is connected to the park? Because in the artwork, it looks like it's connected to Disney Sea. Yes, it's connected to Disney Sea, from what we know. Okay. The other big thing that is the big news is uh, price ticket increases for (laughs) I could just hear hear your frustration. (laughs) So 
of course, we knew this was coming. Every few years, they up the per- ticket prices. But this is a lot. This is a big jump. Yeah. So this is a, so they reduced the price of the annual passes. What was it two years ago when they introduced the blackout dates? Yeah. But now the price has gone up on them quite significantly. So mm-hmm. we had a good run while it lasted. <laughs> so, okay. So to kind of give you a quick, quick rundown, we of course, we have this on the website. I'm not going to go through every single price because I'll bore you to tears. A one-day adult passport. Tickets are called passports. It is going from 7,500 yen, so about 69 US dollars, up to 8,200 yen, which is about... 76 us dollars so it's going up about seven dollars for a one-day ticket which is not terrible in the grand scheme of things whatever but the big the big jump the big jump is the the annual passport (laughs) where are the prices it's an eight thousand yen price jump which is like close to like it's like 79 dollars something like that yeah, so then this is for the two park annual passport. So both Disneyland and Disney Sea. So the current price is ninety one thousand yen, which is about yeah. eight hundred and forty five US dollars. So yeah, we just bought for my son. And then it's going up to ninety nine thousand yen, which is about nine hundred and fifteen dollars. Which, by the way, they're also increasing blockout dates, which goes back to what I was saying when they introduce these blackout dates either you hike it up a lot and you take out the blockout dates or you lower the price and you add blackout dates they're upping the price and adding blackout dates and it is so annoying you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't like it yeah, I'm not, I'm i don't not like that sure it's so that. half-assed either i wish they would just either like up it and get rid of the blackout dates or something because it's it's like so obnoxious. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably part of their ways of controlling the crowds too. Yeah, I know it's it's about money. Well, I, 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 get I mean, that. if it controls the crowds, that could you know be a good thing. Yeah, because the crowds are pretty, you know, intense. They're not, at, as, at they're the not as bad as they used to be, but I feel like the guests are more annoying than they used to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if it weeds out some of those people, I kind of don't mind. But at the same time, it's kind of awful because, like, for a lot of families in Japan, like, the the pay is not as high as, like, let's say North America, for example. And for, like, a family of four, that's a lot, man. That's a, like, for, like, that, the average, like, that average size family. That's, like, a lot. And I feel, like, I feel really bad. Like that, you know, people might get like priced out, which is not cool, you know. Unfortunately, that's just how the way it is. Not much we can really do about that. The new prices go into effect April first, so you have until March thirty first to buy uh, your tickets. I know a lot of people have been asking. So, dated tickets are available three months in advance. So, if you buy on March thirty first, you can only buy up to what? That's March, April, May, June, thirtieth. Mm-hmm. June 31st there's no June is there no there's no June 31st June 30th um <laughs> Jesus I guess Jan- July 1st or whatever um you can do that there are also open dated tickets that you can buy and they're good for a year so if you bought an open dated ticket on March 31st that open dated ticket will be good until March like 20 30th or whatever um 2021 but 
The downside to an open dated ticket is you aren't guaranteed entry on the day that you choose to go. So if the park is at capacity, you're not going to be able to get in. So that's the yeah. advantage of getting a dated ticket is you're guaranteed to be able to enter the park on that specific day. Um, right. I know a lot of people were asking about that. So those are your options and you can buy them right. The, the open day tickets though, you have to buy it through the official website. So just keep that in mind. Uh, if we, we, we have more information on that on the website. So you can go check that all out. It's all there for you. So don't you worry. I think that's pretty much it for Tokyo for now. We should talk about the other parks. Yeah. Well, actually, let's talk about the Harry Potter thing. Yes, that was a surprise. So, yeah, this just came out uh, yesterday, actually. So this isn't official yet, but there is talks of a like a studio tour type Harry Potter attraction uh, coming to Tokyo that's supposedly going to replace part of or replace Toshi Mayan, which is a mm-hmm. an amusement park, an older amusement park that's been open since what nineteen something. Oh, like it's super it was, old. It's been like almost like was, ninety years old or something like that. It was during the war. It was open during the Second World War. Uh-huh. So it it's an old park, but there's talks that they're gonna Warner Brothers is gonna bring the studio tour thing. We don't know any details to it because it sounds like they're still in talks about it. But it's supposed to be similar to the one that is in London, the Warner Brothers Studio Tour London, the making of Harry Potter. So that sounds really interesting. Yeah. And we're supposed to hear more about it later this year. So and mm-hmm. it's supposed supposedly if it goes through, there's plans to have it open by 2023. Oh, a lot going on that year. Of course, we don't know what's going on with this at all. So we don't have any more details other than that. Because I know some people were saying, well, how's that going to exist with Universal Studios Japan? Because obviously we have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah, but that's like a a theme park. And this is not, from what it sounds like, it doesn't sound like a theme park. And on top of that, I don't think it's going to be like... I think a lot of people think it's going to be like a massive scale thing, like on the level of Tokyo Disney Resort or Universal Studios. And I no. don't think that that's what this is, because um, like according to like some tweets by like like a city official, like part of that is scheduled to be um, used for like an eva- like emergency evacuation zone. And then the other part is in to- maybe in talks for this Harry Potter like attraction. So I don't think it's like like what pe- some people are like speculating that it's a full-scale theme park, and I don't think that's the case for this. So I don't think it would affect USJ. No, not at all. It just gives us another option for things to do Yeah. for Harry, like Harry Potter fans. Like Harry Potter is massive in Japan. Like obviously uh-huh. big enough we got Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Right, right. And also there's the – I can – I always butchered the name. The Mina Lima, Mina – yeah, the House of Mina Lima in Osaka, which is a store. And it's the second, it's the only, it's the second one in the world. The first one is in London. And these are the people that are the, yeah, the people that design all the, all the posters and the typography for the Harry Potter movies. Oh, wow. I didn't know so, that. So that shows you just how big Harry Potter is in Japan, that they opened a second store in Osaka. Yeah, go and check that out. And of course we had, we had the the Harry Potter pop up cafe in Tokyo in 2018. It's closed right. now, but it was there was a pop up cafe 
I think there's going to be another one or something. I don't know. I'd have to look. I would up, imagine but. like when they release a new movie or something, they, they always have something because, yeah, like you said, it's very popular. They've had at Mori. They had an exhibit um, with like a lot of the movie props and stuff. So I feel like this is going to be like on the scale of like, like, like the Ghibli museum yeah. or like the Snoopy yeah, museum, like, like something like that. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be, yeah, Snoopy museum, Ghibli museum. I'm all for it, like honestly. And Toshi Mayan is kind of like northwest of Tokyo, like the northwestern part of Tokyo, kind of past yeah. like Ikebu- Ikebukuro. So it's not, it's not central Tokyo by any stretch. So it'll take a little bit to get out there, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It sounds cool. Of course, we'll keep everyone posted on this once we know more details. Um, the other thing, kind of going to Universal Studios Japan, of course, we have the Super Nintendo World that is opening <laughs> in the summer. Now so I think exciting. this month, from what I from what I heard, I, I don't know for sure, but this month we're supposed to be hearing the exact date when it's opening because they're doing some event in New York right. uh, for Nintendo. So we had there was an event earlier in January, and they just released more information on the park or sorry the the land. Um, there was like a cool music video just kind of showcasing, you know, the land a little bit with. Um, pop music star i can't remember her name charlie charlie x x something yeah yeah uh, we're so bad we're so old i know XCM, i'm starting to, we're so, like we're starting to get to that age yeah it's so terrible um but it's great it's great and um they have bands and you can collect coins yeah so there's going to be these wristbands that you can buy and they come in different characters of course there's like mario luigi peach Canopio, not Canopio, that's a Japanese name, Toad. Uh, Toad, and I think like Bowser or something. Yeah, so there's those characters, and it's a band that you wear in the land that interacts with stuff there. And it also connects to an app that they're going to have. Now, they haven't said if the app's going to be in English. We don't know. My guess is probably it will be. I think it will, and I bet you anything, because because it's like something being done by Nintendo, and Nintendo loves to do things like this, I feel like there's probably going to be like different events where you can use the app at outside of the park, like at like the, like you said, that Nintendo store in New York, or let's say at the Nintendo World and the other theme parks, like in the US and stuff like that. I bet you there's like certain things that you can do or like special events that you can go to where you can mm-hmm. use it at. Yeah, so I wouldn't put it past them to do that kind of stuff. Because, yeah, they've done collaborations in the past with, like, 7-Eleven. Uh-huh, with, uh-huh. Um, Animal Crossing, where you go yes. to, you connect to the Wi-Fi there, and you get special 7-Eleven items. Or, like, on stuff. the Yamanote so, line, you can pick up, like, items for different yeah. games. So I see them doing a lot of things with this. Time will tell. We'll see what happens when that comes out. Very exciting. I know a lot of people are very excited for Super Nintendo World. It's the first one in the world. Like Japan gets it first. It's it's going to open in the other Universal Parks in the U.S., mm-hmm. but that's not mm-hmm. for a few years yet. So, Japan's yeah, the first. I was just at Universal Studios like last month, and you can see like all the stuff is starting to come together. There's more colors. You can see like little guys peeking out, like those little like jumpy guys. Yeah. It's like really really exciting. I can't wait. I really can't. All right, so let's hop from japan over to asia where things are a little not as fun right now so as of now uh well as of this recording hong kong disneyland and shanghai disneyland are still closed 
due to the due to the coronavirus and it was closed for health reasons just to keep people safe because uh this is, comes at a bad time uh lunar new year is the most busiest time for both these parks and of course you're going to have tons of people and where there's tons of people there is potential to spread the flu so i mean well it's it's not just the flu you know the no- novel coronavirus and and it's not just um these companies like starbucks is closed i think apple is closed so a lot of businesses have shut down over this yeah so it's um yeah just un- unfortunate what's happening with all that kind of stuff of course um keep an eye on our website we'll keep you up to date as to what happens with that as we go along and i think we just found out yesterday that uh, yeah. hong kong and shanghai have closed most of their hotels now because they the hotels were still open but i think it's right. the hong kong disneyland hotel is still open and the shanghai disneyland hotel is open the other ones are all closed which includes the toy story hotel at shanghai disneyland the disney's hollywood hotel and the explorers lodge at hong kong disneyland so those are closed now um if you had trips booked for the immediate future you're gonna have to contact these resorts directly and they'll be able to help you out uh, with doing refunds and things like that so make sure yeah we, we we have stuff on the on the website on how to get a hold of them for these kind of things so if you're if you're visiting in the immediate future as for what's going to happen in like you know next month we have no idea which is kind of unfortunate so we don't know so i I honestly don't know what to tell people who have a trip booked, like for March. I don't. Know. I mean, you you have to talk. Well, talk with your consulate because I know a lot of people are blocking flights to the country. Uh, so talk with talk about that to find out if there's even flights going out there, and then whether you know the businesses are open is another thing. Nobody knows, so you just have to keep up to date, watch the news. Um, contact the people that you've booked with um, and yeah, contact your, your embassy and or consulate. Yeah. So right now um, there's uh, most countries are saying, do not like, do not travel to mainland China for non-essential travel. So, and like some airlines aren't even flying to into places like Shanghai right now. Right. Um, Hong Kong from my, from what I know right now, you can still travel to Hong Kong. They haven't closed anything, but again, keep an eye on your uh, your consulate, like your your government's website, like U.S., Canada, Australia. We're not health people. We're not the government, so <laughs> we can only report on what these websites say. So that's where we get our information from. So just make sure you go and check that out. I hope things improve soon. It's kind of sucks, but it's you know you got to keep people safe too. But we don't want to get too much into that again. We can talk about this all day. There's another thing that you mentioned, Patricia, about uh, oh, what what about um, Universal Studios Beijing, which I like to call USB. I know that's not what people are going to call it, but yeah. USB. Um, that's opening what? There was next some... year, I think, 2021. I, I still, have no idea. Something like that. Um, there, yeah, who knows? It, it, and 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 there could be delays uh, because I I think any non-essential work is is shut down right now. But yeah, it looks really, really cool. Um, they they released a bunch of like artwork for the park and like the Jurassic Park area looks absolutely insane. Um, so if you haven't seen that yet, check it out. The, just the restaurant alone, they were showing like pictures of the restaurant. It looks like exactly 
like from the movie. It looks really crazy um, and really detailed and, and beautiful. So, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on for theme parks in Asia. Like, seriously, <laughs> so much. Oh, and I guess one thing we forgot to mention for Hong Kong, um, Ocean Park is also closed, which is the other theme park right. in Hong Kong. So that one, that one is unfortunately closed until further notice as well. So, yeah, there we go. That's news for the theme parks in Asia. Let us know about this episode. Give us some feedback on Twitter or just email us, contact at tdrexplore.com. Let us know what you think of this episode. If you want us to keep doing this kind of stuff. Because, yeah, we wanted to try. And, like, another reason why we wanted to separate the news and stuff. So then some of our other podcasts are kind of, I guess, like, evergreen in the sense. So we didn't want to have, like, a mixture of news that gets outdated really quickly mixed with, you know, content that could be kind of consumed anytime. So then that, that way people aren't getting, you know, outdated, like, half outdated information and half something else you know trying it out so like i said let us know before we go we have to thank some wonderful wonderful explorers who help keep the podcast going and help us pay our editor our wonderful editor (laughs) who puts these shows together for us because i can't edit audio to save my life so a big thank you to acro disney girl amanda amy b amy c mama explorer hey mama mom mama <laughs> sorry <laughs> i never call my mom mama so that was really weird anyway moving on uh benjamin brent m carrie claire claudia dave david emily and baker and a big thank you to jamie jose kathy uh thank you to lee murray h michael murray sophie spoopy Thomas, Tomoko K, Alexandra, Lizzie, and of course, Amy and Andy. Again, big thank you to those explorers. You're wonderful. We love you. And we love all our explorers. We love everyone. That's right. (laughs) So make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And like I said, send us your questions or suggestions for the show. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And you can find us up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. Most of the stuff that we talked about here in this episode are up on the website, so go check it out. And you can follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, all those places, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one that just cannot wait for Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan. I am super excited for that. Oh my goodness. <gasps> it's so exciting. I know. Oh, I just, oh, I can't wait can't wait and joining as always is the wonderful wonderful patricia i am the one peeking through the hotel window at the construction trying to look but my eyesight is not so good so i can't see that much detail but i want to go to nintendo land so so bad but until that day comes you guys we have to keep exploring so we'll see you next time all right explorers until next time